brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show, but now that we're well into season seven, we've pretty much given up trying to be entertaining more than 20 (laughs) minutes. So uh, it's not going to get any better, guys. Seven years, and it's still exactly the same, but it's up I, to you. We've done 22 minutes before, dude. It's we've up to you, 22. the listener, to figure out which of the next 52 minutes con- constitutes that 20 minutes of entertainment. It's like Easter. It's They're hidden. You've got to dig them out. <laughs> You've got to find them. We're, 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 we're like that Easter egg you find the year afterwards. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Filled well, with cockroaches. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what's good about being old and, uh, and hiding Easter eggs. You go out there, you hide them, and then five minutes later, you don't know where you put them, so it's like finding them again. <laughs> okay, uh, this that is, joke landed very flat. Yeah, this is Made Man Bob. Joining me today, our Made Man Brent. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I love that you got the hockey game on for us so we can watch today. Put your, put your toque back on. It's cold in here. <laughs> All right, Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. I love the Canadian theme in the basement. The Maple Leafs are overpowering and overwhelming. <laughs> Good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. Love the Molson. Good touch. And good old boy, Harmeet. Take off, eh? Pass me Moosehead. All right, well, Brent Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia, and the Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. Industry? Yeah, industry. Yeah. Oh, you said Those industry. Two. Yeah. Clear out your ears. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. Our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Wine and Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, no, home not. of the Animatic not Machines. You can't, I'm not sponsoring this show anymore. It's fine. Thank Spirits. God. Thank fine God. Spirits. All right, I'm done Let's, with that. Uh, we're done with that one. All right, moving on. <laughs> Our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the Society and their events, visit them at ftlws.com. Just come to Fort Lauderdale and drink with us. That's, this, we're the Society. People actually How drink. How many members now, Bob? 500? What? The, the, the society? Uh, like twelve hundred. Is it twelve hundred? Yeah, five hundred. We're way over a thousand. I need to come come more and meet people. As Carl Sagan says millions and millions. <laughs> all right. Well, our sips episodes are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. And today's show, we're going to be traveling up to the Great White North. I was waiting. And tasting some Canadian whiskeys. So. Uh, <laughs> I love that show. I miss that. I miss that show. <laughs> so here's a list of the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. We have Lot 40 Canadian Rye Whiskey. We have Gooderham and Warts, Four Grain Canadian Whiskey. Pike Creek 10-Year-Old Rum Finish Canadian Whiskey. J.P. Weiser's Triple Barrel Blended Canadian Rye. J.P. Weiser's 15-Year Canadian Whiskey. And J.P. Weiser's 18-Year Canadian Whiskey. There's a lot of 
Canadian whiskeys out of here. This JP Weiser people took a half. We should get some more Canadian whiskeys. I'm ready to drink more Canadian whiskey, man. You couldn't get through six of them. What are you talking about? I'll drink more. Bring me All more right, whiskey. so we're going to have Justin give us a little bit of background on our Sips ratings. Take off, you hosers. I'm about to give her the Don't Sips ratings. Don't our show, you hoser. One. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. That was sad. Two. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. It's become Scottish. Yeah. 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 It's always. Yeah, Canadian accent more subtle. Five sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Eh? Oh my goodness! Yes! Mm. Yes! 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 I'm just sitting here in stunned silence. So. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Thank God you have the hockey game on Take in the off. background. <laughs> I just. Take off. Yeah, that's Take all off. Right. Eh? Yeah. All right, so is Harms the only person who's actually lived in Canada until, yeah, well. 10 years in Winnipeg, my friends. Winterpeg. Yeah, well, ten years of Winnipeg. Was a sentence. Let's just say, yeah, it was you know that this pro- is, that this probation is why I'm lasted so a to long this day. time. Seasonal affective disorder that never goes away. As soon as he got near the border, that thing on his ankle started beeping really loud. He had to haul <laughs> butt back. So, yeah, I I actually had a maple leaf on my car in was high school. Eh, unlawful knowledge of a moose. I think was what it was. Yeah. All right. It's it's not unlawful. It's. It's just frowned Well, upon. the moose was over 18, so. That's you know. right. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, tell us, uh, tell us a little about Canadian whiskey. Canadian whiskey. Well, a little background here, kids. Traditionally, Canadian whiskey's production differs from what we're used to in the United States. Typically in America, a distiller will blend the grains before production, creating a mash bill. And typically, the mixture of corn, malt, and flavoring grains such as rye or wheat is what we use. This mix is then cooked, fermented, distilled, and matured to make a whiskey. In Canadian whiskey, or in, traditionally speaking in Canada, the, the grains are cooked and fermented and distilled and matured separately, ending up with many different bl- whiskeys that are blended together to create a flavor profile that the master blender is aiming for. The Hiram Walker Distillery is an example of a distillery that still uses traditional production style. Although many uh, associate rye with Canadian whiskey, especially old Canadian men ask me for rye all the time, and they mean Canadian whiskey, and they're wrong because it would not qualify as rye in America. Because in America, rye has to be 51% rye. That's not the way it is. So these, these grains, the, the way it is in Canada, they, they just blend it separately and they mix it. And rye is the primary flavor. And they, they do it differently too, that they're not using a pot still, using column stills, the way, the way we here make vodka. So the spirit's completely different. And they usually the new make spirit is distilled to over 90% ABV and diluted and blended again. Uh, it's placed into barrels at between 68 and 74% ABV. Which is much higher than legally allowable for bourbon. Yeah. In bourbon, the maximum ABV is uh, off the still is 80%, and then the, the maximum barrel proof is 62% ABV. But most people are a little bit less, aren't they? Yeah. So, And one interesting bit of history is that the Canada was the first nation to actually have legal requirement for the aging of whiskey. In 1887, the law was passed to require Canadian whiskey to have a minimum age of at least one year. 
1890, the requirements became two years, and in 1974, that requirement was increased to three years, along with the requirement that it be aged in oak barrels no larger than 700 liters. That's a very good requirement, too, by the way. Though most Canadian whiskey is aged in barrels that are around 200 years, 200 liters, sorry. In Canada, like Scotland, they also use new virgin oak barrels and used oak barrels, and they're allowed to add coloring. The other interesting note is due to the climate of Canada, the warehouses where the barrels are, are stored for aging need to be heated to ensure that the fire s- sprinklers don't freeze. True <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not uh, like in Kentucky. It's just all out there, just year-round. No, we actually have to heat, heat them up. All right. So we're going to have Maury tell us uh, a little bit about our first whiskey. Thank you, Bob. First whiskey today that we'll be reviewing is the Lot Number 40 Canadian Rye Whiskey at 43% ABV. Uh, This is a 100% rye whiskey that has been single column distilled and then pot distilled and aged in virgin American oak. The pot distillation is done over a period of 12 hours, which is unusually long. They do this so that the distiller can make more accurate cut points on the distillate. So, uh, echoing on what Harmeet said, uh, the production is generally rather different than in America, uh, but this one is, uh, again, a little more similar to what we're used to in that it is a rye, and it is 100% rye. There is rye. pot still involvement. There's some pot still involvement. There's also column still. A lot of our American bourbons are column distilled, but uh, there's certainly some of each. And um, this is a very nice whiskey. It's got a beautiful uh, mahogany to copper color. On the nose, it's got traditional rye notes uh, along with uh, vanilla, baking spice, uh, creme brulee, etc. It's got a very nice palate. Um, I would say the flavor profile is a little bit on the light side. Um, a nice, uh, what I would consider to be an entry-level rye. It's pleasant. There's nothing offensive about it. You get similar notes on both the palate and on the nose. And it has a short to medium finish. Overall, a very nice job. And uh, again, for American uh, palate, it's a nice whiskey in that it is 100% rye and it's not a blend. Brett, what do you think? I'm very surprised that it's that it's 100% rye because you don't get that bold spiciness to it. This is no, you do not. It, it, you don't get it. It's, and I think that's you know because it's down at that 43% ABV, it, very much uh, entry level, toned down. Um, Have you guys revisited rye. it? Because I'm not getting the I, same notes. I just, I, I just had. I, I just revisited. I had some almonds and um, pepper and vanilla on there, and I think it's gotten uh, better. It's, it's, it's a, it creaminess. Has better. It, a nice, nice little creaminess it got a little to it. More creamier, stuff. but it really didn't. You know, but make it when, dramatic. You know, when I and I guess just because you know, from, with the American rye, you think about a rare American rye, you think about that bold spice. I'm getting a lot of black pepper now. And, it didn't get things. Before. Yeah, you don't have that boldness that this has, even though it's 100 percent rye. It, it's you know I got a nice it's creaminess a to whiskey, it. Though. You it's know, a different whiskey though. It's a nice whiskey. Oh, it's you a can't compare it to 100 percent rye made in Kentucky or Indiana because it's it's made in Canada. It's a different, completely different style of whiskey. You're not going to get what you're thinking of rye and something like that. Exactly, but that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying you're, to you're incorporate and you're. telling people and telling people that to express that. You know, it's a it's a toned down version of what you expect. So you can't go in there thinking, "Oh, I'm going to get this rye, and and I'm going to have all these 
bold. Well, I suspect that it's the high proof point coming off the still, you lose a lot of that rye character, yep. and then you're putting it into the barrel, and now you're getting more barrel character and a whole lot that's less a good rye point, character. Mark. Really good point. I yes. don't like saying that that you're right. Well, that's, but that was yeah. a really good. Damn well, again, they they take it off the still traditionally much higher than we do. I mean, we have a legal limit, but hardly right. anybody goes to that point. Mm. I mean, if once you go past 180, it's vodka. So you know, we'll be back. And we're back, and we are talking Canadian. So we are talking about the lot number forty Canadian rye whiskey. So, what do you, you what did you got? What do the rest of you guys think about it, Justin? Well, when I originally had it right out of the bottle, it was pretty tight, very high rye flavor to it. It mellowed out with some air, and it got creamier. And the finish got to be like buttery, spicy. It's, it's, it's pretty very decent. creamy and very buttery. Yes. What else did you think, Brent? That's what I, that's what I had on the creamy and butterny, and I didn't not not as much not as much boldness. You but know, I, we were just talking down. off the air. I think that we we agree that's like that. It's coming off the still at ninety proof. You're losing some of that. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I I still thought it was appealing. I got orange, and I and none of you guys mentioned any flower notes. I got rose petals, especially with a drop of water, a little cinnamon. When I first tasted, it was hot, but. Again, Blair, it's brought it down some. I did get the black pepper, but it's, again, not that huge punch in the face. I think this may be a, a more approachable rye for, for Canadian people or Americans who wanted to try rye, who are afraid of American rye. Very think, much yeah. an entry-level rye, especially at about, the proof. I, the entry level sounds like you're denigrating it. It's, it's uh, more of a, a beginner's rye, a beginner. Entry level is like, it's like you're... Um, I don't know. Maybe they're the same thing. Yeah. It's like called beginner. Biathosaurus. <laughs> a rye for beginning rye drinkers. How's that? <laughs> I wouldn't say there's training wheels on this rye. <laughs> well, you know, you got to remember Canadian was the preferred palate of this country for mm-hmm. 50 years. And that's yeah. precisely why. Because it is, you know. More approachable. It, it's more approachable. You know, it goes well in a cocktail. If you're drinking over the ice, it's not going to, you know, make your eyes squint or anything. You know, it's... it. That, that was what they wanted for the longest time. So that's just sort of the the nature of Canadian whiskey. Did, so. did you enjoy it, Bob? I liked it. I, you know, I got uh, I got caramel on the nose. I got some orange peel. I got a little bit of dill on the back, uh, some vanilla, and then on the palate. Until you said it, I I couldn't identify it. You're right. It's dill. Yeah. And that's, you know, I mean, it's MGP. I always get dill out, out of a lot of MGP, and I'm getting it out of this, which I don't know. Um, but it's very flowery on the nose uh, and on the palate. It's very flowery, and I get some pepper and I get that uh, brown sugar and vanilla. Um, I get a little bit of a citrus note. And hold on, it's got a little hit of citrus on the back palate for sure. Now yeah. you said dill, I'm getting that dill more. And more. Yeah, <laughs> and then a little bit of uh, power of suggestion. Yeah, almost like a cardamom, just a, very slight, very not. In front, very much at all. No, but I disagree just, on cardamom. But very, very slight. Uh, you know, extremely well-made whiskey. I, I enjoyed it. I definitely yeah. enjoyed it. A couple so, of years ago, they had the best, uh, one of the highest-rated whiskeys in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're doing good things there. So, we're going to give this one three sips. Interesting. So, we're going to have Mr. Happy tell us about our next one. Yes, sir. Uh, this is good old boy, Mr. Happy. We're talking about Goodrum and Warts. Four-grain Canadian whiskey, 44.4% ABV. 
This whiskey is a blend of seven distillates. The majority is double column distilled corn whiskey with portions of a single column distilled rye. Barley and red winter wheat whiskeys are also involved, as well as column and pot stilled rye, barley, and wheat whiskeys. Wow, that's a lot of whiskey. The majority of the whiskeys are Asian Virgin American. Hey no. <laughs> I was waiting for the rest of that. Uh, the, the majority of the whiskeys are Asian Virgin American oak, with the remainder matured in once used bourbon casks. Based on the description of this, I really wanted to love this. I didn't love it. Color's golden. The nose is very flowery with a little bit of citrus, a little bit of honey, almost some almond notes. And I'm just smelling it again, maybe because I haven't revisited since we did our first initial tasting notes. Yeah, um, it hasn't changed much. It's like a it's like a dandelion flower, you know. Yeah. If you've been up there, if you've been up there north, and you smell those dandelions, that's what you that's what it reminds me. of. I lived in Winnipeg for ten years. We had a carpet of dandelions on our front lawn every summer. Um, and eventually, and the indictments expired, and he was able to come back to the United States. <laughs> the indictments haven't expired. That's why I've not gone back to Canada. No, I was talking about the American ones. Uh, yeah, the, the Canadian ones aren't going away. I left when I was back. 13 years old. I couldn't get in too much trouble. My parents visited Miami when we were kids. And we're like, why are we living in Canada? We're walking around in shorts in March. And I was like, go back. There's still ice on the floor, ice on the ground in May. <laughs> but uh, anywho, the palate was honey and orange and lemon. Lots of lemon. This is almost like Fruit Loops with alcohol. This is just very fruity. And I wanted to love this more. The finish was just too short. What do you think, Brent? Yeah, when you, on that palette, I got I got Cheerios and an and an orange Cheerios and it oranges. Is Fruit Loops, not Cheerios, my friend. I will fight you. Cheerios and oranges is what I got. <laughs> you know, when you say the Fruit Loops, yeah. and I guess that's why. You know, yeah. that's what I got on the palette. And you know, it's a nice creaminess to it, but it's very short on the finish. You know, very short on the finish. Yeah, it's not. It's, I was expecting more. Right. It's just you want more from it. It's just. I, I, you know, it's a blend of seven distillates. It's like, oh, my God, I'm going to get something really special here and something completely different. And it's just... Well, you were expecting a symphony. You were expecting yeah, I was ex some of the parts exactly. to be greater than the exactly. individuals. You know, you were like, okay, well, I'm going to put all these band members together and we're going to have a we're going to have a party. And it really just kind of like, well, only two people showed up for the party. Yeah, I That's, thought it was very non-complex. It was very uh, simple. Prince House, I'm just saying. It was simple. It was uh, didn't have the layers. Somebody of poured vodka in my Fruit Loops. Yeah, it, it definitely had some cereal notes. It had some creaminess. And I mean, it's it's well made, but it's just um, it leaves you wanting more, expecting more. And I like Harmeet. I had really high hopes when I read the description. I thought, oh my Chef, gosh, wow, this, this look what's going so on. Cool. It's going to be great. Yeah, there's so much, and it's like blending. A bunch of uh, everything. We're spoiled with American st uh, distillates and Scotch distillates coming off the off the stills at a lower ABV. With you got more of the congeners in there. You got those uh, those. What do you call the the uh, the oils? What are they called? The Fu the fusel uh, oils, oils, right? You've got those. You've got those other congeners giving more weight, more texture, a little more flavor profile. This is closer to vodka. I mean, it's definitely whiskey, but at this high proof coming off the still. Justin, did you did you did you are we are we nuts? Did you get a bowl of Fruit Loops too? I got the Fruit Loop milk, the Fruit Loop milk. Yeah, I didn't get the full blown. So you're that Loops. savage that drinks that. Okay, I, th I think that is yeah, a marketing yeah. opportunity for a great business. People love the Fruit Loop milk. I got sweet caramel. I think it was a good effort, but I think the people showed up to the party, but they didn't blend. They were all doing solos. 
and that was okay. What'd you think, Hart? I already oh, talked. Yeah, Bob. Fruit Bab. loop. Fruit loop milk. You weren't even born with the sense <laughs> God gave the common dog. <laughs> I just I really <laughs> have nowhere to go after something like that. It makes my brain hurt. Um, on the nose. There was a company, Three Olives, makes a Fruit Loop vodka. This is much better than that. I'll give you that. I'm getting, I'm getting the flowery. I'm getting a little pear and a little bit of orange on it. On the palate, I get the baking spice. You have to reach for the bacon spice, man. Yeah, it's so uh, very not flowery. Bacon spice. Yeah. Bacon spice would be like salt and smoke. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm hungry. I said bacon spice. I know. I meant bacon. A little bit of clove in the back, especially in the throat. Um, Getting some vanilla and some caramel. Again, real well made, but when you look at the blend, you're kind of expecting some more of them to poke out. Um, I don't know if this is what they were blending to. If this is what they were blending to, they nailed it. If they were trying to get more character at each one of the distillates, I, I, I don't think they got as much. But again, it's Canadian whiskey, and it's generally going to be more mild. So it's it's just approachable. Sort of it's approachable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is you know well made, good stuff. So we're going to be giving this three sips. Interesting. All right, so we're going to have Brent talk to us about the next one. Thanks, Bob. This expression is a Pike Creek, a ten-year-old rum-finished Canadian whiskey, forty-two percent ABV. This is a historical style of Canadian whiskey. It's approximately 95% double-column distilled corn whiskey and 5% single-column distilled rye. The whiskeys are then aged in used Canadian whiskey barrels for 10 years and then finished in... Demerara. Thank you, because I was going to mess that up really bad. You know that. Cast for approximately 100 days. Demerara rum casks. Yes, the Demerara, the Demerara rum cask. In Guyana is the, is the, the style. And this is Demerara the, sugar. What was it? Would you call it the darker molasses? Like brown sugar. Dark, no, dark no, the brown darker sugar. one's Muscovado. The Demerara is kind the of a lighter. medium brown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a nice dark. Maury, Maury has the whole sugar grading scale in his head. Nice, <laughs> nice dark color to it. On the nose, you just get sugar and molasses. Sugar and molasses. It's a classic rum profile. Yeah. It tastes like rum. And, and then and then on the palate you get molasses and pineapple. And and i and I feel like I'm drinking a rum. And I don't I mean a it's a sipping rum, a nice sipping rum. A nice sipping yeah. rum, yeah. But that's the problem. I'm supposed to be drinking a whiskey. You know, I'm supposed to be drinking a rye whiskey, and I feel like I'm drinking a rum instead. And I think that they see now you've that, fallen you've fallen prey to that whole misconception about Canadian being rye. You just read that the fact that it's ninety five percent corn, only five percent rye. Right. But it's interesting, and there's no corn notes. It's really yeah. tasted gotta, like a you, grilled pineapple. Yeah, you got to stop you looking molasses, for you got to stop looking sugar. for American rye whiskey because no, you're I'm not going to find it in any whiskey in Canada. No, but I, but if I'm looking for if I'm looking for a whiskey. This is not. This, this is I'm a looking, rum. This yeah. is a rum. This if somebody said, "Oh, is this a whiskey I'm, or rum?" I'm they gave it to me and said, "100 days in a rum cast gave it this gave much this flavor. much." Right. I this want much. Rum, I want to know what rum they used. Who's? It's got to be. Uh, it's got to be El Dorado, probably. And I oh, think God, because they used uh, they used used um, Canadian whiskey barrels, mm-hmm. you know that it didn't give it that too much character. Yeah, that didn't give and it I as think much the character. Years, you know, a lot of rums are really young and they're rough, and they could definitely benefit from some age. I think that the ten years really mellowed this out. Well, the and, ten years wasn't the rum. 
No, 10, ten years, years and I used whiskey barrel. Ten yeah, years and used whiskey barrel. Distillate, yeah. and then the rum just really gave it all its character. I mean, you if you if you base that, that's a ten year scotch, and then you, and then you're aging it for in rum. But a rum a scotch barrel. generally would not be aged in a neutral barrel. I'm thinking the barrels, the Canadian whiskey barrels, were probably closer to neutral, maybe third use. They Correct. might be yes, and they're, if they may, if they're if they're closer to the higher the, the bigger seven hundred liter size, you're not going to get much oak there. The rum gave this all the character. And I'm not saying it's not bad. It tastes amazing. It's it just tastes not like it tastes like rum. If somebody gave this to you and you said, "Is this whiskey or is this rum?" and what would you say? I would say this is freaking rum, man. This right. Is good this rum. is not I right. It was good rum. This is rum. This is and it's a good. It's but a good if you rum. Put this in a lineup with a bunch of rums. You might pick this as one of the better rums. It's a great <laughs> <Yeah>. rum. <laughs> well, Blind that, tasting of six rums. This might win. That, well, that's exactly. I mean, it's like okay, they took a way to take whiskey. It, and make rum out of it, you know, I think, is what I they think, did. I think the whiskey they used was did not get enough new, proper, proper oak finishing and and in the from the Canadian barrels. Yeah, you always love the it. you always love the the other products too. But remember, to, remember that if this thing came off the still at very high proof at ninety proof, it's almost 90 vodka. ABV, 90 proof. It's like vodka, and now you sat you mellowed it for ten years and you put a rum barrel. All the all the character is going to come from the rum barrel. And again. It's marketed as whiskey, so this it may be a little bit of a... Uh, it's a whiskey for rum drinkers. Yeah, it's but the, in Canada, we were just talking about, again off the air, we said Canada is the, the number one consumer of rum in the world. And I'm not sure if it's per capita, but it's actually... Well, they're going to love this they because... Saw, yeah. this they're going to love this because this is a rum. I've never... I've had ten, I've had Pike Creek before, and I've, I've never had this rum barrel before, so I think I, this is something I'd go out of my way to get, but I'd have to warn people, like you're saying, this is not whiskey like you know it. Yeah, they give this to rum fans. Yeah, 100%. they're gonna love it exactly because you're 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 expecting the rum to yes. enhance, but it over it, it it overtook it and it turned it into a rum, right? And a, and a nice rum, no, not and right, not, not bad at all. Bad, but but it's not what I would consider a whiskey. Definitely I mean, I know it's considered a whiskey. Definitely, it's literally whiskey. Right? It's a it's a you know it's rum to me. Did you like the rum, Justin? I did. See. You know, it had like really nice pineapple notes, had a nice it's color to it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't taste as strong as some of the other things in the lineup. And I have some friends that don't drink whiskey. They they love rum. And I'd love to give this to them and say, try this. And I yeah. think they would drink the whole drink. I think you make a happily. great pina colada with this. It's definitely oh, got a lot of pineapple yes. notes. Yes. It's got that that grilled pineapple molassesy caramelized sugar note. It's it'd be fabulous. I, it I would, would drink well, this all day long, but I would be loath to tell people I'm drinking whiskey. This is, it tastes like rum. <laughs> yeah. Bob, do you, do you agree? Are we nuts? Just trying to figure here? out why he has friends that don't drink whiskey. Huh? I didn't say I have friends who don't drink whiskey. Those people are more acquaintances. My friends drink just, whiskey. I, I have friends that, that don't drink. whiskey. I have friends. Yeah. They drink whiskey. My my acquaintances drink other things. Yeah, I think I made sure my wife drank scotch before I married her. Yeah, I think you guys are messed up if you have friends that don't drink whiskey. I won't let them in the house. (laughs) You guys are a lot on the patio. You can't come in the living room. (laughs) Yeah, stay out by the tiki torches, you heathens. That's right. Um, Yeah, it's it's the rum is overpowering. Absolutely. I mean, if you put this down with four rums, would I pick it out? Absolutely. I mean, if you're telling me you can't tell that this is different than four other rums of a similar color. You're, you're definitely smoking yeah, but something. It's, it's on a table with a bunch of whiskey. It does not belong. The, 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 the rum has definitely overpowered it. But again, if you're a rum kind of person, 
you know, this is a home run. I can see people well, going out yeah. of their way for I mean, oh, I'm yeah. So, oh, yeah. A hundred, a hundred days in a rum cask. That's, that's not a lot of time. That's not a lot of time. And it really took on the rum flavor. I mean, it really did. That was a wet you cask. Know? That it was a first fill <laughs> rum cask. That, that fill. cask still had a few gallons in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, about, about <laughs> 10. About, yeah. <laughs> right. 10. 10 to 20 gallons but, of rum in it. But. You know, but that's the thing. If if this is if you're looking for something that has got, you know, that has got that real rum note to it, I'm with him. Go I'd, for it. I'd look for this. If I was in a, you know, I'm in, kind of in a rum mood. Oh, heck yeah. I'd drink I got the, the snowbirds out. who come yeah. down here. They're looking for all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. I would definitely show them this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. They're rum so. drinkers too. We're going to be rating this one three sips. Interesting. All right. So the next one we've got is the J.P. Weiser's uh, Triple Barrel Blended Canadian Rye. It's 45% ABV. This is a blended whiskey that is made up of a little over 60% single-column distilled rye whiskey and a little over 35% column distilled corn whiskey. And then the little bit, two to three points left, is pot distilled wheat whiskey. They are aged in three different types of barrels, virgin oak, once-used bourbon barrels, and used Canadian whiskey barrels. And this was supposedly created specifically for the American market, so I haven't seen it, but, you know, my local store is not all that great. Shut up, Bob. It's manned by a really surly individual. Surly Indian. Let me tell you something, Bob. But on the nose... When I see your white pasty ass coming there... I bring. I look. I, I look for my knife every time. When he sees one of us going to the liquor store, he starts reaching for his wallet, going just throw yeah. it in. Is what he's doing. He's, <laughs> I like to refer to him as my spirit guide. So, That's right. on the nose, I'm getting. Uh, I get toasted bread and a little bit of toffee, a little bit of flour, um, almost like a like a buttered toasted bread. You know anise? I get star anise with that bread. There's some nice. I get the toasted bread. You're right, but geez, there's anise there. Anybody else get anise? And on the palate, I get uh, macadamia nuts. I get macadamia nuts. I get vanilla. I get caramel. And I think. Now I'm hungry, Bob. Macadamias and bacon. Bacon spices. And I'm thinking on the back palate, like a little bit of mint or maybe peppermint. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a little bit of peppermint on the Yeah, back you get palate. some peppermint on the nose, too. At least yeah. I do. You get peppermint? I don't get it on the nose. Yeah, you get on the palate. Got a, Definitely on the palate. I got it on the nose as well, right at the end there. Yeah. You get, but I got cream corn on the on the nose as well, so. That does not sound well, here, appealing to ha- me. Here, let me add you a napkin. Yeah. Just wipe it off. Wipe it off. But overall, I mean. It, That's purdy, huh? That's real purdy. Yeah, it's, I, I, I like it. It's real nice. I think this had one of the best noses of the ones we've had so far. So it's, that it's one, opened up with air too. Yeah, and it's it's gotten it's gotten even better since we opened it. I, I think out of all of these, this is either the best nose or the second best nose of the whole group. So what do the rest of you guys think? Yeah, I enjoyed this a lot. This uh this is a beautiful creamy mouthfeel to it, you know? And with creamy mouthfeel, we'll be back. And we're back, and we are talking Canadian whiskey, and right now we're talking about the J.P. Weiser's Triple Barrel Blended Canadian Rye. So what do you think, Maury? Well, I would agree with uh, Harmony. It actually has grown on me since it's been in the glass. Um, it's uh, it's definitely got that creaminess and that uh, nice mouthfeel. There's definitely some corn. You can tell that it's a much, much higher percentage of corn 
than uh, perhaps some of the other whiskeys we've had. Um, Actually, it's not. Well, <laughs> it's, it's exactly less than, it's got, it's got it's less than the Pikes, which was 100%, but it's definitely got more corn flavor because it's not influenced by the rum. Uh but yeah, cream corn is uh, is definitely what I'm getting on both the nose and on the palate. Uh, it's a nice whiskey, very well made. I got nothing nothing bad to say about it. And uh, that star anise and peppermint really st- stand out for me, though. I don't get the star anise or I the don't peppermint get that either. I get well, I get the peppermint. I, Nobody else got the anise. I didn't get the anise. No. I didn't What'd you have for breakfast? What breakfast, man? I can't Indian food. Corn okay. pops. Never mind. Corn Justin, pop. what'd you think? I had a bowl of Fruit Loops in the previous one. <laughs> I think that it smells exactly like it is the. Um, okay, so much for that. <laughs> okay, it's profound. Your seven words are on. done. Can I get you beer, uh, back bacon? Yeah. Something else? <laughs> Spicy, simple, it's pleasant. I'm- pleasant and simple. I would not kick this out that's of what we, That's pretty much the nickname we have for him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, has anybody seen Pleasant and Simple? Yeah, I think he's out in the backyard watching the dog go to the bathroom or something. Yeah, <laughs> He's standing there watching the burgers on the grill. <laughs> that was his mom's pet name for him when he was a baby. So, <laughs> You people are, are so evil, so mean. Well, what did you think, smart guy? Yeah. What? I mean, I... I've been interjecting the whole time. I can't not talk to you people. You start talking. It's like, what? Wait, I'm sorry. I know I interrupt people, but whatever. You know, the thing, I've been, I've, the what things else we wish. <laughs> I can't wait for you to finish talking. It's against all regulations. <laughs> You're making Colonel Clink very unhappy. I love that show when I was a kid. You're going to make him very unhappy. I have to get my Hulu account up to date or something. You take uh, it easy. To, I, I was very impressed with this whiskey, and I, I um. I wasn't expecting to be. This this brought the promise of the one that was uh, with the seven. That was it, the Gooderman Warts. Yeah. This brought the promise that 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 was that missed on. And it's got the cereal notes to it still. Yeah. Cereal. They they all tend to have those cereal notes of one flavor or another. Fruit Loops, Cheerios, Corn Pops. When I think of cereal. Which notes, cereal did you those. have this morning, Brett? Cereal notes to me are, are like malted barley and and corn and wheat and and you're, when, when, <laughs> yeah. when Brett talks about cereal yeah. notes, he means like Frosted Flakes. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> He's looking at you know Fruit Loops and Kabooms and King Vitamin. You yeah. know what? Good I'm Lord. missing the Count Chocula in this one. Yeah. That's the problem. I did <laughs> getting no fruity pebbles at all. I did not get the Fruit Loop milk in it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look for it. He's, you know what? Did you have you? Nobody brushed, ever talks about blueberry anymore. What happened? To have blueberry? you brushed your teeth since Friday night? We had we had for dessert. We had pancakes with uh, Lucky Charms in them. Uh, did you brush your teeth? Maybe it's just they were, still picking that up. They were burnt pancakes. Yeah, you still ate <laughs> them. Oh, I did not. Do we have a rating for this whiskey, Bobby? Bobby Joe. We have three sips. Interesting. I think that's low. Under protest. Yeah, under protest. But mob rules. What can you there say? You all right, right, so we're going to have Justin tell us about our next one. J.P. Weiser's 15-year Canadian whiskey. It's 40% alcohol by volume. Another historical style of Canadian rye, mostly corn with a little bit of rye. <laughs> what they call rye in Canada. It and, is, and Canadian bacon, that's ham. Right. That's the secret. Well, they don't know what Canadian bacon is in Canada. Yeah, yeah we call Canadian bacon. Not, yeah. They don't call it Canadian bacon. They call it ham. Yeah. Back it's bacon. okay. They don't know what French fries are in France. Right. That's true. We 
You know, for a while we called them freedom fries. I know. That's now we're back we were to French anti-French fries. French for a while. Yeah. It is made approximately of 95% double column stilled corn, distilled corn whiskey. The whiskey's Breeding getting to meet people. And 5% single column distilled rye whiskey. The whiskeys are aged in once used bourbon casks and virgin American oak. Did you know they don't have English muffins in England? That's very sad. Were they crumpets? Nah. They call them crumpets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They, so, don't, they don't have fortune cookies in China. We could do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not called Chinese cookies. They're called fortune cookies. But you know what they do have in Japan, don't you? Sushi. Japanese whiskey. Ah, Godzilla. Yes. Don't make Godzilla angry. Godzilla. So I thought that the nose on this spirit reminded me of Lum's Burger Spice that we had the other day at Bob's house. And Did anyone else listening to the radio show know what you're talking about? Well, Lum's Burgers is a chain that was it you know U.S. or just Florida? Florida. They made hamburgers, Florida, and they had a all specific over, over the spice. Ah, oh, they were all over the U.S. So it's fair game, and yeah. it had this complex spice that was unique to their burgers, and it reminds me of that Ollie Burgers. Yeah, and it had a spicy nose to it. The finish was medium long. And Ward's about to take a sip. Someone asked him what he thought. Thank you. Just wait, wait till I take a sip. Well, wait till the glasses uh, to his lips. Honestly, I couldn't. Well, I guess that makes our naughty parts tingle. I couldn't disagree more. To me, this tastes like a very simple, um, unsophisticated entry level bourbon. And if there's it's, something he knows, it's simple. Trust and me. And unsophisticated. It's simple. I thought I was pleasant and simple. But go ahead. It, it is simple. It is relatively uh, one note. It's nice. It's pleasant. It's not offensive. But it just, uh, you know, I, I looked at the bottles. I was really impressed by the packaging. They're heavy weighted glass square bottles. They look very expensive and impressive. And the labeling is beautiful. Um, and the last expression for them was quite nice. But And honestly, you see 15 one, years old on that. You yeah, think, oh, you're going to become special. It is just as ordinary as ordinary can be. I think they did this a disservice by only bottling it at 80%. I think you're 100% yeah. right. Brian. You know, I mean, if you let something age for 15 years, you need to not water it down. Not right. You need to show that it, it's show its age. And but I, then and you have somebody in the executive department who wants to make extra money and get his bonus. Yeah, they want to water down. extra barrels by watering it down. But and I mean, it's got a nice, problem. it's got a nice creamy mouthfeel, and it's got the molasses, the honey, you know, those those cereal notes to it and things. And it and it's but it's just very a fifteen year. Ordinary, ninety-two you know, proof would have brought so much flavor. Here. You know, yeah. I mean, just I mean, an ordinary American bourbon. That's yeah, a little show. The the I think the eighty proof really it's a, little on, it's on, it's a little on the sweet side. Really me, did it a disservice. I mean, it's like, listen, I have this fifteen year. Why would I do that? You know, what it's, works in the boardroom doesn't work in the basement. Yep, right. It, well said. You know, I mean, if you were going to make it Counselor. like an eight year and you did this and it made it 80 proof, okay, that's one thing. But it's, you know, you got a 15 year, you got a nice 15 year product here. You know, let's put a little bit of oomph behind it. That's mm -hmm. not, it's almost like they babied this, you know, when they wanted to put it out. They're like, oh, we want it for, you know, we want to just like take it easy and just make it for. Are they afraid of, afraid of flavor? 
That's yeah. kind of what it kind well, of what maybe they like. just need a lesson. I just think they're taking it off as vodka. The still at a very high proof. I, I have a hard time believing that the master distiller or a master blender would want this to be out at eighty proof. I think this is this was a business decision. We can make more of it if we put water in it. Also, 80-90% of people that drink don't want to burn. It's going to alienate them. There's the hardcore people like us that really love bold, strong flavors, and a lot of people. Well, want we are milk. proof horse. I mean, yeah, know. yeah, but. Somebody's going to take this one and they're just going to mix it with the, you know, with the Coke or it's going to go away or, or ginger ale it's or whatever, disappear. and it's just going to. I this mean, might work what, with the ginger. And ale. it's going to be like, it's like it's like fifteen years of this greatness just got washed away by a Coke or a ginger ale. You people know, people do it. People do it all over the world. I know that, but but it's there's but no that's wrong what you want way to, to enjoy your whiskey. There is. There's and no, I'm pointing and judging. I'm judging you all. I right, judge. right, but it, <laughs> that's pretty much all I have left at this point in my life. <laughs> you know, judgment, pork you know? fat, and judging others. I mean, really, what else is there? You know, once you pass fifty, that's about it. Yeah. But when you age something that long, you want to highlight it. You want to show yeah. it off. You want to like off what you, you did. want. Right. You want to prance it around, and you want you know. And I, they did a disservice. That's all I want to say about it. They. I don't know about you, you guys. Know. You're talking about. I am definitely afraid of flavor. Last time I saw that guy, he had the big clock <laughs> hanging around his neck, <laughs> big giant gold teeth, crackhead. Flav That's scary. Flavor Flav. Yeah, I don't want that guy in my house, but hanging out with my kids. Come on, his wife's scary. Yeah, I hear he's pretty nice actually in person. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's a little bit odd looking. You know, somebody needs to buy him a wristwatch. You know. See, you judge on looks. I judge on taste. Thing. How it does he taste? <laughs> God gave the common dog. Well, thank All right, you. Bob, how'd we rate this? Well, we gave this three sips. Too high. So we that are was, on to the last one, which is the 18. So that being you. Oh, me. the one who's sitting there staring at me with that vacant look. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting, waiting for you. To hold on, me. hold on. Let me get back to that button. I'm waiting for you to introduce me. You properly. weren't even born with the sense God gave the common dog. Okay. Good now, old boy Maury's going to tell us about the last whiskey okay. on today's list. Uh, well, that comment. Uh, all right, here we go. The last whiskey is the uh, J.P. Weiser's 18. <laughs> making Godzilla very angry. The 18 tier, as Bob would say, but otherwise known as the 18 year Canadian whiskey. It too is 40% ABV. It comes in a very similar package to the 15 year. This one, except, is 100% column distilled, double column distilled, excuse me, corn whiskey aged in used Canadian whiskey barrels. No rye whatsoever, no other flavor. No green, other flavor green, no rye, no nothing. If you put it's everything in a used Canadian whiskey barrel, what does the, you, where does the used Canadian whiskey better. barrel come from? No it's like that chicken and egg thing. That's right. That's wrong. It's like where are they coming from? hundred proof. I will cut you. Mellow corn is gross. It is uh, forty. It is forty percent ABV people. again. I'm uh, judging. I think a lot of the same <laughs> comments apply. You want to love it. It's eighteen years. It's a yes. beautiful package. It should be a step up from the fifteen, and perhaps it's got a, a hint more sophistication. But it really lacks the flavor grains and the layers of complexity that you're used to in an eighteen-year-old whiskey. It's pleasant. It's nice. I would consider it entry level. But uh, I just don't know that the price point, wherever it's a girl that may you lie, date, not marry. Yeah, uh, she's price party. point will merit will merit uh, anybody running out and buying it. What do you think, it. Brent? Yeah, I mean, it's, the nose is really nice. It's got it's got vanillas, peppers. I get bananas. I get fresh biscuits, and then on the palate, you're right. 
And then on the and on the now palate, I get all note. that same stuff. I get that full creaminess. But it's muted. The full creaminess and the vanilla, the bananas. I get the same. It just follows through. And it's a nice a nice finish to it as well. But it's watered down. Short and finish, yeah. watered down. Yeah, I mean, it, it is nice, you know, but I just, I'm like, okay, I see something 18 years. I'm like, okay, come on, come on, baby, bring it on. And that's not what I got. You know, I, think- I got something that I was, that's very much a, a six to eight year, what I expect a six to eight year uh, whiskey to taste like, not a not an 18 year. I, I think they they put this out at 80 proof because I think people think 15 year old whiskey, 18 year old whiskey, it's got to be so super smooth. You know what? It, it's Maybe not, they think. And then <laughs> when people come to the store and they ask me for, I want something that's just smooth. It's like, oh, so you don't really know whiskey. You just want, you know, you want vodka right. or water. This is. It's not just about being smooth. It's about complexity and flavor. And it's not. This there. is super approachable. I mean, it's you a, could. This is the, this is for the mass market. Right. For the mass the, market. Super super approachable. You know, and so I mean, and I maybe that's what they're going for the mass yeah. market like that. Right. That probably you know, a table full of geeks here. Beginner, some, yeah. entry level, whatever you want to call it. It's a very nice, approachable whiskey. It just lacks sophistication. And it's not it's not it's not offensive, you know. So I mean No, I've never not seen it. We don't want right, a call exactly. girl, we want a courtesan. <laughs> exactly, you know. But <laughs> education it's, to go with And that. it's not the other thing it's not, it's not like a it's not what you when you have a corn whiskey from you know it's not not that at all. So they've kind of gone away from that flavor of just a corn whiskey. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I was and I was being I was really being rough on them when I said that. Yeah, they've they've really uh, stepped it up in, as far as changing the flavor of a corn whiskey. They've done that. So they're taking all the rough edges off. Corn they have. whiskey. Yeah, if that's well, what you want, you're going to lose good. that corny note. After 18 15 years. or 18 years in a barrel, <laughs> yeah. you, know, that, you know, that that 100% corn, you know, one or two year old corn whiskey, you're not going to get that flavor out of it after that much time. I don't I don't care what kind of a used barrel you put it in. It's it that's going to eventually. Yeah, mellow it's, out. It's, it's like you were saying, it's it's, uh, it's almost like banana pudding with a little shot of extra caramel. It's pretty. It's very pretty. Nothing wrong with it. What do you think, Justin? I think when you drink this and you belch later, you're going to get the corny note because it's going to mix with the alcohol in your esophagus. Ooh, banana right notes. You're going to get the banana notes. So it's going to be better on it's the way a, up than a, on the uh, way down. You're so weird, Justin. You're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> you let him in your house, Bob? You let him in the basement? What's I went, going on? I let I you in. It's not so. bad. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate the belch I had later. He's simple and pleasant. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> He's already, he's already two things more than you are. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's simple and pleasant and stupid and grumpy. So, oh, come on. He's got four of the dwarves here. So, good Lord. Uh, it's a part of the finish we never that. talk about. Yeah. The, well, belch. The, bur- the belch, the belch, the belch. Yeah. Well, maybe we should be on I the suds episode. No, we're not. Yes, I mean, mean the suds I, episode. You know, beer, beer, is, right. the beer is a belch. Get a different rating. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. belch whiskey. I, I don't know. You don't. No. Not until later in the evening. Yeah, right. Later. <laughs> I am giving, giving you that bed. look that you are until full of it. Yeah, okay. later. Yeah, please. I don't know. Go sleep on the bed. I thought it was nice. I think. I think they did both of these a disservice. Watering them down to eighty proof. I really do. I, you know, I, I hate. There's it. nothing wrong with these whiskeys except they water them down. I don't like anything assessing. really much at 80 proof. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not Canadian or anything. It just 80 proof is just too much water. Rating three sips. 
Damn. Interesting. This all deserved right. the three sips at least. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio, online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, and PRX, and anywhere else you can find a podcast. The easiest way to find this show is to ask your phone, Alexa, Siri, or whoever the lady is that answers when you talk to it, play podcasts, sip suds, and smokes. When I talk to mine, I hear the voice of Damien. But uh, we love <laughs> your feedback. That's in your head. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Please give us an email about how much you hated this episode and hate us and, and love Canada. And well, they wrong. do send me those about you all the time. I just don't give them to you because I, I really don't nice want <laughs> to crush you. Our daily tasting notes fly out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You can also check us out on Instagram at Sip, Suds, and Smokes or at Made Man Bob. Do us a favor and please take the time to rate this episode. Don't put Harmeen in the ratings. Um, oh, just the rest of us. so rude, Bob. So I want to thank our co-host. Thank you, Brent. Uh, thank you. I see the uh, hockey game is almost over. It's scoreless. Third period. So like a hockey game. Never mind. <laughs> Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for that amazing Canadian maple syrup. And I love the maple leaf-shaped uh, maple sugar candies. Thank you, Justin. Thank you for the whiskey tour of the great wide north. Take off. And thank you, Harm. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm an American now, but I may go back to Canada now. <laughs> please, Build that wall. Please. Please. <laughs> wall. Yeah. Just build a wall around his house, please, because none of us want to deal with him. Are are the Jets still in Winnipeg? I remember the Jets. I got to go back. This is Made Man Bob reminding you, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 